December 1st. Perhaps the clock hands had become so tired of going in the same direction year after year that they had suddenly begun to go the opposite way instead. Dusk was falling, the lights were on the Christmas streets and thick snowflakes danced between the lamps. The streets were crowded with people. Among all these busy people were Papa and Joachim. They had gone into town to buy an advent calendar and it was their last chance because tomorrow would be December 1st. They were sold out at the newsstand and in the big bookstore in the market square. Joachim tucked Papa's hand hard and pointed to a tiny shop window. An advent calendar in bright colors was leaning against a pile of books. There, he said. Papa turned back. Saved. They went into the tiny bookshop. Joachim thought it looked a little old and worn out. There were shelves from floor to ceiling along all the walls. And on all shelves the books were tightly packed. Almost no were alike. A large pile of advent calendars lay on the counter. There were two kinds. One had a picture of Santa Claus with a sled and a reindeer. The other had a picture of a barn with a tiny Christmas elf. Anissa eating porridge out of a big bowl. Papa held up the two calendars. There are chocolates behind the doors in this one, he said. But of course, your dentist would like that very much. The other has small plastic figures. Joachim examined the two calendars. He didn't know which one he wanted. It was different when I was a boy, said Papa. What do you mean? Then there was only a tiny picture behind each door, one for each day. We were so excited every morning. We used to try to guess what the picture would be. Then we opened the door. Well, we opened it, you see. It was like opening the door to a different world. Joachim had noticed something. He pointed to a wall of books. There's an advent calendar over there too. He ran over to get it and held it up to show Papa. It had a picture of Joseph and Mary, bending over the baby Jesus and the mango. The three wise men from the east were kneeling in the background. Outside the stable were the shepherds with their sheep and angels floated down from the sky. One of them was blowing a trumpet. The calendar's colors were faded, as if it had been lying in the sun all summer. But the picture was so beautiful that Joachim almost felt a little sorry for it. I want this one, he said. Papa smiled. You know, I don't think that this one is for sale. I think it must be very old, maybe as old as I am. Joachim wouldn't give up. None of the doors are open. But it's only here for decoration. Joachim hadn't taken his eyes off the calendar. I want it, he repeated. I want the one that's like none of the others. The bookseller, an older man with white hair, came over. He looked surprised when he saw the advent calendar. Beautiful, he exclaimed. Ingenious, yes, original. It almost looks homemade. He wants to buy it, said Papa, gesturing toward Joachim. I'm trying to explain that it's not for sale. The white-haired man raised his eyebrows. Did you find it here? I haven't seen one like that for many, many years. 
It was in front of all the books, said Joachim, pointing. The bookseller nodded. Oh, old John must be up to his tricks again. Papa stared. John? Yes, he has a strange character. He sells roses in the market. Sometimes he comes in and asks for a glass of water. In summer, when it's hot, he'll pull the last drops over his head before he goes out again. He's poured a few drops over me a couple of times. To thank me for the water, he sometimes leaves one or two roses on the counter. Or he'll put an old book on the bookshelf. Once he put a photograph of a young woman in the window. It was from a country far away. Maybe that's where he comes from himself. Elizabeth, it said on the photo. And now he's left an advent calendar, Papa asked. Yes, apparently. There's something written on it, said Joachim. He read aloud. Magic advent calendar. Price, 75 Euro. The bookseller nodded. In that case, it must be very old. May I buy it for 75 Euro? Asked Joachim. The man laughed. I think you should have it for nothing. You'll see old John had you in mind. Thank you, thank you, thank you, said Joachim. He was already on his way out of the bookshop. Papa shook the bookseller's hand and followed Joachim out to the sidewalk. Joachim hugged the calendar tight. I'll open the first door tomorrow, he said. Joachim woke up many times this night. He thought about the white-haired bookseller and about John with the roses at the market. He went to the bathroom and drank water from the tap. He remembered that John had poured water over his head. Most of all, he thought about the magic advent calendar, which was as old as Papa. And yet, nobody had opened any of the doors. Before he went to bed, he found all the doors from 1 to 24. The 24th was, of course, Christmas Eve, and that door was four times bigger than the others. It covered almost the entire manga and the staple. Where had the Advent calendar been for over 40 years? And what would happen when he opened the first door? In a little while. He and Papa had hung the calendar on a hook above the bed. When he woke up again, it was seven o'clock. He reached up and tried to open the first door, but his fingers were too impatient that it was difficult to hold it properly. At last, he managed to loosen the tiny corner and the door opened slowly. Joachim gazed at a picture of a toy store. Among all the toys and the people were a little lamp and a small girl. But he couldn't look more closely at the picture because, just as he opened the door, something fell out on his bed. He picked it up. It was a thin sheet of paper folded over and over. He smoothed it out and saw there was a writing on both sides. He began to read. The Little Lamp Elizabeth, her mother called after her. Come back, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Hansen had been standing staring at the big pile of teddy bears and stuffed animals while her mother was buying Christmas presents for the cousins who lived in Toten. All of a sudden, a little lamb popped out of the pile, jumped to the floor and looked around. It had a bell around its neck and the bell started to jingle in competition with all the cash registers. How could a toy suddenly come to life? Elizabeth was so surprised that she started to chase the lamp. It was running across the floor of the department store in the direction of the escalator. 
Little lamp, little lamp, she called after it. The lamp was now on the escalator, which led to the floor below. The escalator moved quickly and the lamp leaped even faster, so that Elizabeth had to run faster than the escalator and the lamp together to catch up with her. Come back, Elizabeth, repeated her mother severely. But Elizabeth had already jumped on the escalator. She could see the lamp running across the ground floor where they sold underwear and ties. As soon as she had solid ground beneath her feet again, she went the same way as the lamp. It had bounded out to the street where the snowflakes were dancing amid all the strings of Christmas lights hanging from the street lights. Elizabeth knocked over a display of winter gloves and followed it. The street was so noisy that she could only just hear the bell jingling over on Church Road. But Elizabeth did not give up. She was determined to pat the lamp's soft leaves. Little lamp, little lamp! The lamp dashed across the road against the light. Perhaps it thought a red man on the traffic light meant go and a green meant stop. Elizabeth thought she had heard that sheep were colorblind. At any rate, the lamp didn't stop at the red man on the light, so Elizabeth couldn't stop either. She was going to catch up with the lamp, even if she had to follow it to the ends of the earth. The cars honked their horns and the motorcycle had to change direction onto the sidewalk to avoid colliding with Elizabeth or with the little lamp. The people doing their Christmas shopping stared. They didn't often see a little girl running across Church Road against the light to catch up a lamp. In any case, it was unusual to be running after a lamp in the middle of the winter. As they ran, Elizabeth heard the church clock strike three. She noticed it especially because she knew she had come to town on the five o'clock bus. Perhaps the clock hands had become so tired of going in the same direction year after year that they had suddenly begun to go opposite way instead. Elizabeth thought that clocks, too, might get bored with doing the same thing all the time. But there was something else. When Elizabeth had gone into the department store, it had been almost completely dark outside. Now it was light again, and that was odd, because there had been no night in between. As soon as the lamp had the chance, it turned onto a road leading out of town and trotted on toward some woods. It leaped onto a path between tall pine trees. Now it had to slow down a little bit because the path was covered with the snow that had been falling during the past few days. Elizabeth went after it. It was difficult for her to run too, but the lamp had four legs that were dragging in the snow, while she had only two. Perhaps that would have helped her to catch up. Her mother's cries had been drowned long ago by the noises in the street. Soon she couldn't even hear street sounds, but something was still thinging in her ears. Should she buy this one or that one? What do you think, Elizabeth? Perhaps the lamp had come to life and ran away from the big store because it could not bear to listen to all the cash registers and all the talk about buying and selling, and perhaps that is why Elizabeth was following. She had never been very fond of shopping. Joachim looked up from the thin sheet of paper that had fallen out the magic advent calendar. He was amazed by what he had read. 
He had always liked secrets. Now he remembered the little box with the key in it, the one Grandma had bought him in Poland. Mama and Papa had made him a ceremonial promise that they would never look for the key and open the box when Joachim was asleep or at school. It would be as bad as opening someone else's letter, they had said. Until today, Joachim hadn't had any real secrets to hide in the box, but now he put the paper from the advent calendar there, locked it up and hid the key under his pillow. When Mama and Papa woke up and came to look at the advent calendar too, they would see only the picture of the lamp in the department store. Do you remember? asked Mama, looking up to Papa. It was just like that when we were small. Papa nodded. Then we used our imagination and made up a story about each little picture. It was much better than plastic figures that end up being swallowed by an angry vacuum cleaner. Joachim was laughing inside. Only he knew that there had been a mysterious piece of paper inside the calendar. He pointed to the picture of the lamp. The lamp has decided to run away from the shop, he said, because it can't be listening to all the cash registers and all the talk of buying and selling. But there's a little girl called Elizabeth in the shop and she runs after the lamp because she wants to pat its soft fleece. See what I mean, said Papa. What does the boy want with plastic figures? For the rest of the day, Joachim wondered whether Elisabeth would catch up with the lamp so that she could pat its fleece. Would he find out tomorrow? For then surely there would be another thin piece of paper.